I also understand that the outside of this book isn't for everybody. But what can I do to make the inside of the book really, really, really good and something that surprises you and inspires you and makes you question your own perception of how you look at things? You can decide that people are inherently good and be disappointed. Or you can decide that people are worse than you think out of the gate and then you'll protect yourself from disappointment, but you're going to have to judge and not trust. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another episode of Next Level University where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was episode number 1,398. Is fear a red light or a green light for you? Today, for episode number 1,399, happy Sunday. Hopefully it's a self-care Sunday. Don't judge a book by its cover. So obviously we have heard that quote many, many times. Don't judge a book by its cover. We've said this on the podcast though. Oftentimes that's all you have to judge. Unless you have... What do you got? Real quick. Yeah, yeah. Not to interrupt you. No, you're good. If you are watching this on YouTube, you can see that I'm holding up a book. It is a book called Essentialism by Gregory McKeon. This is, in my opinion, one of the most valuable books ever written. Mm -hmm. It's in my top three, but the cover is terrible. Mm. So I just want to prove that point. Very very well done. Thank you. Very well done. And that's the episode. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. (laughs) Uh, I went, so Taryn, who is my wife, Myself and two of our friends, Danny and Sam, went to a brewery this weekend. And as you know, if if you've listened to the trials and tribulations of Kevin's fitness journey, I've been crushing it in the gym. I'm starting to see some really nice results. You can't tell. I don't really look very good in this lighting and or at Alan's place and or in the shirt. <laughs> could be any number. <laughs> and or in general. Could be, could be any number of We're things. Good. But I was looking good. I had a nice shirt on. I had nice, nice shorts on. I felt really good and it was hot out. And when it's hot, the veins come out a little bit more. It's just a thing when you're, when you're vascular. So I was walking around and I got up, I had one beer is all I had. Cause you were carving up. I was carving up carbs, a little bit of carbs. And I was walking around and for the first time in what feels like a minute, I was getting a lot of negative looks and you might say, why, why are you getting negative looks? I look like a meathead. I I looked like a meathead. I had a nice shirt on and it was somewhat tight. So it was showing off my physique well. Now, here's the interesting thing. I don't really have a negative association with that. For me, that actually suggests that I'm on the right path because I haven't been getting that lately Mm -hmm. because I haven't been as, as in, I haven't been in as good a shape as I have in the past. So for me, it's interesting don't judge a book by its cover. Can you actually turn that to a positive? Because for me, that suggests I'm actually making progress towards a fitness goal. Now, full disclosure, I have had this feeling for most of my life because for most of my life, I've been, I've been pretty good shape. I did a bodybuilding show and I'd walk around in a tank top and I'd get a lot of attention, not 
I won't say not all positive. I'll say not mostly positive. I remember... Mostly not positive? Mostly not positive, yeah. yeah. I remember one time I was in a supermarket. Plus you have tattoos. And, and people, I, yeah, people I have, judge. I have tattoos. People judge. I was in a supermarket and there was this older lady who was trying to get a pack of water, like maybe a 24 pack, 36 pack. And it was on the very bottom shelf. And I intentionally went out of my way to help her because I knew she probably wouldn't ask me based on my, I was wearing a tank top. I was, it was probably right after the gym tattoos and she was super sweet, but I'm kind of always going through my, my life with the understanding that I'm very potentially going to get judged more than the average person based on some of the the decisions I've made. I've thought about this a lot. So I've talked about this on the podcast. I want to get a hand tattoo of the cats, Fudge and Ace. I want to get them on my hand to to finish out my sleeve. But there is a part of me that is wondering what kind of judgment that will get Mm -hmm. in terms of is somebody not going to have us come in and speak because I have a tattoo in my hand, even though it's of cats. It, It really makes me wonder. So I wanted to share that story. It, that's a vulnerable story for me because I don't want to seem conceited or I don't want to seem arrogant, but I noticed it. And that's something that I've been dealing with for a long, 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 long time. When I was in high school, I got accused of being on steroids and it was literally like on the, there was a, like a forum where all the baseball players from our district would be. And there was like rumors of me being on steroids back then. And I, I've never taken steroids. So that was a very, and that was back during the Mark McGuire era. That was with the steroids. And, and I wasn't, that. I mean, in high school I was pretty, I guess I was somewhat jacked, but not to that point. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. You not. know, it's like everybody's yeah. when you're in high school, it's, you know, all the hormones <laughs> flowing. And so it's just something that I've experienced for a long time. And it's weird how I kind of missed it in a way. And I know that that might not be the experience for you out there, but that's what I wanted to share for this episode and we'll see kind of where it takes us. The story I want to share for this, I went from 160 pounds, skinny fat, very lanky, very tall to 220 pounds in six months. I do not recommend gaining 60 pounds in six months. It's a cheeseburger diet. (laughs) It was a lot of food. It was a lot of food, a lot of lifting. I was lifting every single day. And a lot of it was muscle, but a lot of it was fat. But the point is, is that I got very muscular very fast. Uh, you actually came up to me and said, whatever you're doing, keep it up. Trying to be a pillar of support. I appreciate it. Yeah, that was before you and I really knew each other. Obviously, we knew each other, but you know what I'm saying. Kevin and I knew each other in middle school for the new listeners. And- Spin the bottle in the basement. We pissed. Uh, we pissed. <laughs> I kissed the popular girls. Alan kissed the popular girls. I peaked early. He went to, we went to high school together. He was arrogant. I was insecure. He went to college. I didn't go to college. He went to one of the best technical schools in the world. At that same time, I was pumping gas at a local gas station. Pretty much polar opposites. (laughs) Well done. Thank you. That was a fire round. Yeah. Wow. And uh, that's the, that's the end of the episode. No. (laughs) So I gained 60 pounds in six months and I went from tall, lanky, skinny, not getting a ton of respect from men, not getting a lot of looks from women to in shape and much larger, six foot two and just 220 pounds of more, more muscle. And it was noticeably different how I would get treated. I also back then was in corporate and I was dressing really nice. I was working for an industrial automation company and I was, you know, what bunch of different companies I was working with GE, some of the biggest and 
I was very young and I look very young. For those of you on YouTube, you know I still look pretty young. And so back then I looked really young because I'm 34 now. And back then I was in my early 20s to mid 20s. And I was dressed up, but I used to purposely wear glasses and I used to purposely dress up because I was selling millions of dollars of equipment in some cases to these very large manufacturing facilities with these people that were executives. And I wasn't taken seriously unless I dressed really nice Mm. and knew my stuff because who is this young kid coming in type of thing. And so, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. The first thing I want to say is everyone does unconsciously, whether they know it or not. And I can prove it. I can prove it. You are at a stoplight and all of a sudden a car pulls up to your right and you turn to your right and it's a cop car. And there's a, someone who appears to be a police officer in a uniform to your right and, you know, walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, most likely a duck. Your unconscious brain says, oh, police officer. That easily could have been someone who stole a cop car, stole a uniform and is just in a police car. That has happened. And that has happened. That has happened, unfortunately. And so you do judge a book by its cover because the brain is designed to take very little data. There's a book called Blink that proves this by Malcolm Gladwell and he talks about how the the human mind can take in data very, very quickly and draw snap judgments. And we've had to do that to survive. Ru- you know, ruffle in the bushes, the person who went and checked it out ended up not living, getting eaten, and, and didn't procreate their genes. And so from an evolutionary perspective, all of us are hardwired to judge things, to judge books by their cover. That's why everyone's social media looks a certain way. That's why... That's why our backdrop is a little bit unique to me, you know, and, and it's because I'm a business consultant, right? This backdrop's very different than Kevin's because I'm a business consultant, CEO coach, peak performance coach, and I need to be seen as a peak performer. So I have books and trophies and, you know, awards and degrees in the background because the target demographic that I'm working with in some cases are multi-million dollar business owners and they want to see that I've got the credibility behind me. And at the end of the day, you do judge book, books by its cover more than you think. We all do. But, but, make sure that you're still reading the books and make sure that you're looking for more data. And so, yeah, you're going to make a snap judgment just like all of us do, but there's more, you need to know that there's more than that cover. You need to know there's more beneath the surface. There's always more to the story. There's always more to the person. Sometimes there's people who look amazing on the outside and inside there's not a lot going on. And there's other people that don't look very good on the outside and there's a ton going on on the inside. And I've seen every which way, every type of person from all over the world at this stage. And I'm always pleasantly surprised sometimes and quite alarmed other times. And I think that's just human nature and the way it works. When Tara and I went to Colorado to get married, we did a a bunch of photo shoots, but it involved us going downtown in Telluride, Colorado with her wedding dress on and my suit on and it's interesting we went and got breakfast interesting there it is again damn Hmm. sorry i called it out we went and got breakfast and i was wearing my suit and she was wearing her dress and we got treated completely different completely different completely different and that's a a benefit of that but i my intention and my next level nugget for this episode is for you to understand to Alan's point, it's most likely going to happen. And maybe you're the only person who really knows what's in the book. That's always, I've always tried to have that thought of, yeah, when I get a sleeve, I know I'm probably going to get judged. 
right? I have a, I mean, one of the things on my arm is like a goblin or something, a demon. I knew that was probably going to bring potentially negative feedback. But my thought has always been, I'm very sure of myself and my character and who I, who I am as a man, that if you do get to know me, I do believe it would be beneficial. There can be good to this too, because you have a tattoo that says never quit. That's true. And I took that as very, very positive. Yeah. And that's your Instagram handle as well, at never quit kid. Yeah. And that is one of the reasons why I decided to work with you, quite frankly. Yeah. You know, and so people are watching. Uh, people are judging. People 100%. are observing, right? We all have to. I mean, I when wish, you go on a date, I wish it wasn't that way. And we could, we could spend our entire lives trying to get the message out there that you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. And that's been, that's been out there for a long time. Hey, I wanted to give my experience working with Kevin and the rest of the next level university team. It has been such a seamless relationship. He is so easy to work with Kevin and he gives you all the information you need, but doesn't overwhelm you. He's also um, meets you where you're at. So whatever you want to do, he'll make it work. And it's just, there's no stress. There's no drama. And everybody else that I've worked with has been patient with me because I am not technologically savvy. So they've been helpful and patient and just encouraging. And it's just been a fantastic experience. I highly, highly recommend working with them. I'm hoping that you can continue to work on the internal side of yourself and you can change your relationship with how people are going to view you. If you know, this is the interesting thing, you'd still recommend that book though. Oh, definitely. Because it's a great book. Great book. The cover is not great. No, it's not good at all. But the inside of that book is, I, yeah, that's really what matters. Now, again, I understand it's not that simple. It's not and, what matters at first. Yeah, uh, Yes. When you're at true. the bookstore. That is true. Yeah. And that's, sorry to interrupt you. No, no, you're good. I just... Uh, recently, so Kevin goes on a lot of podcasts. We've talked a lot about that. We have a podcast production agency. How many clients do we have at this oh, stage? Oh, man. 42-ish. No, no. It's more than that. You said you got like four clients recently. I don't know. We'll 46? We'll say, we'll say 45. Okay. 45. So we produce 45 other podcasts. Awesome. Because now it's like personal development and awesome. Laura, shout out to Laura. She gets us, you, on other shows via Podmatch, Matchmaker, these different platforms. It's kind of like a dating app for podcasters to link up for guests. Link up. And I was going through that process with her because we're considering creating one in our department software solutions and us creating a better one. And we're learning from, so I got on the phone with Laura and I was like, okay, what do you love about matchmaker? What do you dislike? We did a SWOT analysis, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats. I'm not going to go into it, but the point here is I was looking at these avatars, these podcast avatars, and I was going through the website and of course, some of these podcast avatars, these artwork is amazing. Mm -hmm. Some of the artwork for a podcast is unbelievable, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean the podcast is good. No. And honestly, at the beginning of our journey, we had a cartoon and we weren't taken very seriously. It's hard to take seriously a cartoon. And then we overswung the pendulum and now we are super, super serious next level university, probably a little bit overly um, serious and professional. So we went from not professional at all to like overly professional and now we're actually rebranding. Um, it's still going to be next level university level up your life, love, health, and wealth, but the avatar is going to change. 
if you go to the website, you can see that it's going to start to evolve more towards a warmer, more inviting branding. We know that branding matters. Packaging matters. What you look like matters, but it's not everything. And I think that there's implications to this. I think that's important. And I think everyone kind of knows this on some level, but it has been alarming at times to realize how much people treated me differently when I was dressed nice versus when I wasn't. And even though I'm the same person inside, you know, and, and Jim Rohn says this, I've always liked it. He says people shouldn't judge a book by its cover. And he says they do. He says they do. You can hate it, love it, dislike it. People do. And when they have nothing else to go on, that's what they're going to do until they read the book. And so hopefully people give you the benefit of the doubt. To me, I like to, I, I've gotten burned by this a lot. And, and this will be the last thing that I share on this episode. This is my next level nugget. You can decide that people are inherently good and be disappointed. Or you can decide that people are worse than you think out of the gate and then you'll protect yourself from disappointment, but you're going to have to judge and not trust. And so you can decide to trust and get hurt or not trust and stay, stay in, you know, no opportunity land for lack of better phrasing. And so for me, I like to trust and, you know, until you prove otherwise, I, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. You know, and that has gotten me very hurt, by the way. So that is a, that's a choice. Make sure it's a conscious choice. Like if you choose to see the best in people, you will be hurt because you're going to see, you're going to be very disappointed a lot, but you're also going to be pleasantly surprised and you're going to trust people and Mm -hmm. it's going to be amazing. For every, for every time I was hurt, there's also a Kevin that ended up persevering for every, for every relationship that didn't work out that I gave a shot that I believed in, there's another one that did end up working out. And so whether it's a friendship or an intimate relationship, I think I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. I like to say people are amazing and and good and virtuous, and then they have to prove otherwise. And a lot of people are the other way. They assume everyone's evil and bad, and then you you have to prove that you're good, and it's up to you. But I think you should choose hyper-consciously. Hyper-conscious, this is what I would say. You most likely will get judged by the outside stuff. If you make the content of the book so damn good, you're going to over-deliver. You're going to surprise people. Uh, there's a That's why there's like a little part of me that I kind of like showing up to a podcast with my hat backwards, with my tattoo showing, because I wonder if people are thinking, ah, this probably isn't going to be that good. Of course they are. I've worked really hard on the inside of the book. I've worked really hard on the outside of the book too, but I also understand that the outside of this book isn't for everybody. But what can I do to make the inside of the book really, really, really good and something that surprises you and inspires you and makes you question your own perception of how you look at things? Mm-hmm. That's, that would be my next level nugget. Because we could, we could sit here and say, you know, I really wish more people wouldn't judge a book by its cover. And I do. I, I wish more people wouldn't. But I can't necessarily influence people to do that what I hopefully can do through our stories and our experiences and content and sharing our vulnerable truths is maybe help someone get to the point where they say, you know what? Yeah, that's true. But I've really been working on this. I've been working on my character. I've been working on my communication. Yeah. Maybe somebody is going to sell me short. Maybe I'm going to be treated like an underdog. That doesn't mean I have to be one. That's, that would be my long drawn out next level. Fire. 
Anything to say? I think the house analogy is really good here. There's some houses that look gorgeous on the outside, but when you get inside the, you know, the cellar has mold and the roof leaks Mm. and, and the bones, what's referred to as the bones of the house in real estate is not good. And then there's other houses that on the outside, it's like nothing special. And then you get inside, it's like, oh, the bones of this house are rock solid. This, this is good. And I think that hopefully all of our listeners are working on the outside of their house the landscaping, the gardens, the paint job, the blah, 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 and also the inside of their house as well, which is the character and the the cellar and the redoing the floors and all that. I don't know houses, but <laughs> at the end of the day, I think, are you working on the inner work and also the outer work? You know, it's really good. I know some fitness models that look amazing on the outside, but there's not a lot going on on the inside. And then I know some people that on the outside, maybe they're not as fit, but on the inside, their character's rock solid. Mm-hmm. And I, hopefully we all are helping everyone to work on both. I'm certainly trying to work on both for sure. And I've had periods in my life where I was only working on the outside and not the inside. And then there's periods in my life I was working on the inside and not the outside. And now I'm trying to do both. So next level nation, as we mentioned in a previous episode, I think it was two or three episodes ago. We are blessed to be able to do this every single day, seven days a week. We have built a business from this and it's wonderful. And we're truly, truly grateful, but we want to make sure that we stay with what the roots were. So in the beginning, we we're chatting with the community all the time. I was giving out my phone number. Alan was jumping on calls. We want to make sure we continue that because that is one of the reasons we are where we are today. So there will be a link below for a free 30-minute next level breakthrough session with Alan. It's not a sales call. It's not any of that. It's just maybe you're going through something and you need a little support. Maybe you just want to connect with Alan behind the scenes. We have built everything on getting to know you at a deeper level adding more value and hopefully making you feel safe and like you belong. And that's something we want to do with this as well. So link will be below. All you have to do is go on there, grab a time. It'll go right to Alan's calendar. There'll be a zoom link that gets sent. You won't have to worry about anything else and you'll go from there. A lot of people are transactional in life. Unconsciously, they don't necessarily know that that's the case, but it's like, here's this money for this product. Here's this money for this. Here's this time for this. I want to be transformational, not just transactional. And so that call, you're basically investing your time on a call and hopefully that investment will pay off with transformation, not just transaction. So that's my goal with everything. It's it's more than meets the eye. I try to have it be anyways. Uh, and I hope that I over-deliver. I hope that I over-deliver. Also, we just, so huge shout out to group 11. We filled group 11 as of recording this. And as this is launching, we have officially done the first session at this yes, stage. Correct. Okay. If you did not get into group 11, there were several people who wanted to be in group 11 that I'm not sure were able to make the cut. We only take 10 people. I send some messages to, Hey, reminder, reminder, reminder. And then sometimes people are like, Hey, I am in. And then it's like, listen, sorry, you, you missed the cut. First come first serve here at NLU, but don't worry. Next quarter, we are going to do group 12. So if you want to be on the waiting list for group 12, I have several people on the list already that asked me personally, Hey, reach out to me in October when group 12 starts. I want to be on that list. So reach out. You can email me, alan at nextleveluniverse.com or kevin at nextleveluniverse.com. Just say, hey, I want to be in on group 12 and we will send you the promo code and we will be sure to reach out to you as soon as that um, onboarding is happening. I'm going to make a little pivot here. You won't know this if you're listening because you can't see the episode list, but we're actually going to switch the order of the episodes because it's episode number 1400 next. So I feel like it has to be a... It has to be something. Oh, yeah. So for episode tomorrow, for episode number 1400, which is wild, we are going to do 
one of the most powerful questions you can ask yourself. I want to do it because it's hyper-conscious and I think it fits with episode number 1400. So tune in tomorrow for that. And thank you to each and every one of you for allowing us to get to 1400 episodes. I don't know how we got here. Most of the time seems like we just recorded episode 100 and then 1000 and it's wild. It's weird. I have to pinch myself daily. So we are eternally grateful for the amazing community that we have because at the end of the day, we couldn't do this without you. We tried for a while and when nobody's <laughs> listening, it's very hard to, to do almost anything else. So very grateful. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. We are extremely grateful for each and every one of you because at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We'll talk to you all tomorrow for episode 1400. Work on the inside and the outside. Next Level Nation. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.